0: Previously, on a Christmas story two and a half, colin Ralphie fights in the South Pacific and comes back a changed man. An uneasy plan is hatched, and despite <laughs> did, the chilling warning to beware eye the eye. false smile... <laughs> <laughs> he did shoot his eye out, but also possibly other people's eyes. We have no way of knowing. Probably. An uneasy plan is hatched, and despite the chilling <laughs> warning to beware the false smile of a small horse, the help of the Quarter Horse clan is enlisted. Much to the anger of Cyrus Gorhorn. Herman has an emotional encounter with the mayor's son. Now you have a rough plan in place and a hazardous desert to cross on your way to the prison. What will happen on today's episode of Dial M for Magic? Hit that theme song. <laughs>
1: okay you know what <laughs> don't put the theme song in this one just, <laughs> just put uh, that little noise that <laughs> <it> just made. <laughs>
2: also that christmas story opener i feel like the
0: tagline for that movie has to be he'll shoot your eye out <laughs> damn it you're that's so much better
3: that's so much better
0: i think I, I think i just i've been listening to a lot of documentaries lately um and I think I really just the idea of Ralphie going and maybe getting PTSD was just funny in a very perverse way. Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> that's that it. dark humor.
0: There's that darkly comedic edge that we're known for.
1: There it is.
0: Nailed it. We went from Airbud to this. Um, <laughs> right. Anyway, so that's where we pick up. Um, you have just. Uh, enlisted the help of rutherford quarter horse who has some some more quarter horses some more small horses nearby that he is going to summon um because you didn't want to wait the longer amount of time for the the other the more traditional members of the clovenhoof coalition to arrive um so yeah we pick up we're still uh in the desert outside of the train And you've got some choices to make and some places to go tentatively.
1: I think we have been in this desert with this stalled train for too many episodes. And it's time for us to get moving. Agreed. I think everyone will feel better when we have moved locations. (laughs) Okay. So Can we do
2: that? So, yeah so can we come up with an idea of how we're gonna do that because i feel like we've had a lot of back and forth on so
1: what the plan is and i, I mean let's remember. get on the train and make the train move well we know the, where the we're thing. going you do we know don't where have you're... a so plan of what to do when we from get what there I rem- but...
3: <laughs> from what i remember from last week it was like we said that the the quarter horses were going to cause a distraction and try and draw the guards out which would give us a Less likelihood of getting caught when we go, try and go in. Yes. And then we were going to try and go and find... Well, we had to find those two leaders of the Clove and Hoof Coalition and get them out. Because that was like part of the deal. But then I also remember we have to... Originally, the whole reason we came here was to kill somebody? To
1: Yeah, Bobby we're to also remember? bringing a friend with us. Stenographer, can you read it back? <laughs> uh,
4: a friend from we the plan, or came here for
1: No, what's... It's oh, demon why man. Go-
4: why we're going to the prison?
1: <laughs> I'm yeah, asking a different question. <laughs> what you questions are we asking? You can focus on that question. Sorry. <laughs> Someone was asking why were we going to the prison again? I was saying, weren't we going to bring Demon Man with us when we go in?
0: And by Demon Man, you mean the father?
1: Yes. Okay.
4: Yeah, so we were gonna bring him along to as a like a, a failsafe being like, hey, f- fuck y'all. Um, we got this guy with us, and we were going to threaten him to help us through, because... The father mm-hmm. is related to his brothers with our, our nice bounty hunter friend who is with us. They both have body issues, literally. Uh, From,
1: yeah, magical what? demon situations.
4: Yeah, something's going on with Indeed. Uh The reason we were going to the prison... And is- they have
1: an older brother who is apparently worse.
4: Yes, and he's there, I believe. Um, But the reason we were going to the prison was just kind of to fuck shit up to... uh, I mean, the main thing, I believe, is to cause some kind of prison break and let just as many people out as possible because they're holding a... The, That's what the main, I would like to do. The main thing is that they are holding... We believe they are holding a lot of people captive who are, like, time displaced or... Kind of, like, like like earnest. Um, Magic
1: users, people who are good.
4: Yeah, we think. We don't know. We've never been there. Uh, Because a lot of the people on the list, like, so, notable prisoners, I'm just looking at it, there's some people, there's very bad people, like the legendary fisherman, who is a serial killer. Um, But then there's, like... Okra Jones, who's in jail for inventing porn. <laughs> um or Bambino Clemens. And Red
1: is like, I don't give a fuck, I wanna free anybody. Oh, yeah, the yeah, baseball that deviant. Was,
4: that was the main thing. Yeah, I'm just looking at this list and I'm like Um But there, there's <laughs> That's two fine, that's what it's <laughs> for. There's deviant. two there's there's some big people there's um oh my god, I can't Korm Kadron, which is a high-ranking member of the Clovenhoof Coalition, who is part of the Minotaur's... Hi, kitty. Sorry, my kitty just came by and just, like, just gently tapped me on the arm. Hello, kitty. Being like, please pay attention to me. And I'm like, I can't right now. I'm Minotaur Adorable. Uh, and then, But then there's also Alfred Quarterhorse, who's part of the Clovenhoof uh, Quarterhorse dudes. Apparently, Korm Kadron and Alfred might kill each other, or could kill each other. Or one of the clo- the clovenhoof guy wants or the quarter horse guy wants to kill his brother. I'm very confused about all of that. They've got a lot of cloven hoof politics that I don't know about. There's also a snake guy in there from when we were at the snake bar, who the snake bar guy wanted us to kill the snake guy. I have he's in a different part of my notes. Oh, Aquarius Norton. You but wants dead.
0: There it is. So
4: there's there's a lot of shit going on in this prison are and apparently part of the prison is that uh, the, it messes with your brain and uh, makes you forget about like the outside world kind of thing um, and yourself. And the so important find- thing is
1: that we want to get we in get there in
4: there we need to find some blood. Yes, but we need to find blessed badges to stop that from happening while we were in there and we, we didn't get them on the train we have to get them at like the stop before the, the, the prison so what we need to do right now is get to that stop before the prison to get the badges and then we can have these little horse dudes do some shit outside the prison and uh, do all that stuff or something but that's our main objective right this second is we need to get those badges before we go in the prison and then we go to the prison.
1: Yeah, and there's none here, so yes. I'm saying let's get moving, and then we can do stuff that will be interesting to listen to. <laughs> instead, of,
4: instead of arguing <laughs> and talking about there. what we're going to do, Yeah, we, we want to go to
1: there. Yeah.
3: <laughs> we want to go to there. Alright, Henry. We're, we're loading up. We're getting okay. on the train. We're getting it moving. You're
0: getting on the train. You've got Louis and Armstrong uh, My pals. Being, my buds. Being, being quality engineers, getting that Love train them. going. At this point, uh, the larger and more muscular members of the Clovenhoof Coalition have cleared the rails of the tree trunks that were blocking it. Thanks, boys. Alright, they're, they're all smoke shows of the Clovenhoof Coalition. <laughs> Indeed. The the unsung heroes, really. They do all the heavy lifting. Um, now, here's a question. Not all of your prisoners necessarily want to go with you to uh, participate in more violence after the traumatic period that you've had. So, what do you want to do with them? There's the door. Have fun in the desert.
1: I... <laughs> is, Damn, there cloven okay. hoofed, <laughs> is there a selection of cloven hoofedness that is not coming with us
0: that is correct there are a number that are going to go back north through the Can desert they
1: escort these prisoners just out of the desert they could that seems like yeah. the best course of action that's that's definitely the best
3: course of action
0: there okay now of the of the people that have opted to leave, the ones that are remaining are, of course, the father, who I don't think you would let him leave. So you've got nope, him with you. He's our prisoner. Uh, you nope. also have Sylvia, mm-hmm. um, the blue-haired woman.
1: Expected that.
0: Indeed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yep. you also have you also have Harold Grendelsbane, who has deigned to join you in a classic uh, in a use of a classic trope where enemies are now made into friends by a larger enemy Um, or something
3: I don't know good to see you join the good guys there Grendel's Bane
4: the two people that uh, were tied to uh, to, uh, me and Herman left though right
0: That that is correct. Okay. Um,
4: We we probably should have talked to the mayor, but we'll come back there. It's fine. It's fine.
0: Well, you still have the opportunity. They you haven't the train hasn't left yet. If you want to talk to the editor, yeah, you should talk to them now. Herman Herman did already talk to the mayor's son in last episode. So it's if you you're the only one left.
4: What's his face was the father was being very like you should talk to people. Fucking, I'm scary and mean. (laughs)
0: that's true he did Uh, he did use those words exactly so
4: i'm i'm pretty sure those exact words um uh, Mm -hmm, before mm -hmm. they before they go i'll just talk i'll talk to the editor guy just to be like why why you why? why why
0: so the editor since he's been released he's like He's 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 like middle-aged and he's yeah he's he's not in the best of shape. So he's just been like leaning against the the side of one of the train cars. Somehow he still had a hip flask. Um like despite being abducted and captured and whatnot, he like had a hip flask in there still and he's been drinking from it liberally uh, throughout the entirety of this process. But he recognizes you. And he like half heartedly like, or just maybe he just doesn't have the strength. But he like raises a hand and waves at you, kitty. No, Wave back, like um. Uh, uh, uh
4: yeah, yeah,
0: um. Hello there, uh, Miss Bradley.
4: Hi. Uh, hi. Th- sorry. Uh, uh, uh about uh, all of this. Uh, um. Did Why... G- Do you,
0: why, do you know why, why? Well, as it was explained to me at the, through repeated applications of a wooden club, apparently they think that I know something about where you went or what you do. And of course I know none of that. And I told them as much, but they didn't believe me so okay. now i'm here on uh, on my way to uh re-education
4: well uh not any um more and you're gonna uh go with these nice g- uh, g- cl- cloven hoof people and they will help you and you still um really uh, uh don't know anything about me right We're good?
0: Well, they did mention some things um, about the activities that you may or may not have participated in, but I'm just glad to see that you're in one piece.
4: Uh, Same. Same.
0: And... Although, it will be difficult for me to go back and run the newspaper after this. We'll have to have a pirate newspaper, printed and released in secret.
4: Kitty's eyes will just...
0: Pirates are cool.
4: Kitty's eyes will go wide, being like, yeah. And then she'll just, like, pat him on the shoulder, being like... I I, I think you have the right idea, um... We're gonna, uh, go do more things that the Abbey hates. um, (laughs) We're gonna
0: go do more things now.
4: Um, uh, uh, hopefully uh, uh, when we get back, uh, yeah, stay safe. She just pats him on the shoulder really
0: awkwardly well thank you and you also stay safe um here and he looks around and he like he ends up grabbing like a scrap of paper and a bit of like charred wood from one of the train cars and he writes down an address for you and hands it to you like should you make your way back look me up here
4: Uh, she'll yep. gently take the paper and put it in her like reach in the bag of holding and fight like get her special little notebook <laughs> and put it in a little notebook and just like nod her head and be like okay all right bye <laughs> and then off we go let's get out of here
0: okay um. Okay. Now, Red, as near as I can tell, you're the only person who hasn't said anything to Sylvie.
1: Uh, So, So, do you have anything? Yeah, so when I first found her, she was, like, unconscious, and Mm -hmm. I was trying to give her some healing, and then she was asleep again. Um, How is she doing now? Um, She appears to have woken up, but she's still pretty groggy. But she's, like... Conscious enough that she was able to be like, Yeah, I'm gonna stay on this train.
0: Yes, okay,
1: yes, um, yeah, I'll probably wait until we get going and then go talk to her. Okay,
0: so you have about a, a 12 hour journey to get from where you are now to the outskirts of the prison. So you do have uh, an opportunity to rest if you want to.
2: Definitely want to rest. I think we should rest for 12 hours.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay.
3: Well, but before... I want to try and loot this train to see if there's any cool, magical something. Like, maybe some confiscated items that they're sending to the prison to, like... I don't know. Maybe there might be something on the train. So is there like a, a weapons or an armory train car or is there like where all those the pots of souls were? Was there anything in there that I could try and go there find? There was
0: stuff in that room and there was in fact an equipment uh, car right between, between the VIP car and the engine. So you could search both of those and I would encourage all of you to do so. Um... Yeah, I'll search. I'll search in both cars. So yeah. I'm gonna say for each of you, let's start with it'll be investigation checks. There'll be two of them, one for each car.
1: Okay, I'm so, so great at that. Let's go. Ooh, sure. <laughs> I have a negative one.
0: I also have a negative one. Ooh, but I rolled a 17, so 16.
1: I got a seven and a 13.
0: Okay, let's start. I got a four. So let's do them one at a time. So in order, uh, Herman, what was yours? 17 for the first one? Minus So minus one, so 16. 16. Uh, Kitty, what was yours?
4: For the first one, 12.
0: 12, okay. Uh, treble. For the first one, 11. 11, okay. And red. Seven. Okay. Um. He helped. <laughs> and he... And he helped. So, Treble, Kitty, and Herman, go ahead and roll a d100. Uh, Red, roll a d20. Ooh. This is where I need one of those okay, d100 I'll, I'll dice.
3: But I'll settle for two d10s. Uh, really? Roll a
0: 12. A 12? Okay.
2: That's interesting. I need to figure out how to make D&D beyond roll. I D&D, rolled a 100. I, 100.
4: I rolled I rolled a 100. You
0: rolled 100? I've
4: never done that on a
0: die. Oh, that's
1: incredible.
0: Fantastic. Nice. I rolled, 100. rolled 100.
3: Okay. 100. Well done. <laughs> I
4: rolled 6. 6.
1: And Nate rolled a 6. <laughs> <laughs> I got a 4. But I also only rolled the B20. <laughs>
0: You did, because you're rolling off of a different table.
1: Yep. Um, oh, dear. I'm going to say this is just what I'm doing while Sylvia is, like, waking yeah. up. And then I'll so, to talk to her. So, aside... Okay, so this is the
0: car that had all of the containers of souls in it. So, you're finding luxury items as well as actual just gold pieces in here. Um, because it had like a bar area, you basically have looted the register as well. So everyone can go ahead and add 16 gold pieces to your inventory in, a, in, a, in addition to the other items that you're going to find. So we're going to go in inverse order here, and we're going to start with Red. Um, you, for whatever reason, the prospect of seeing Sylvia, plus the combat that you just endured, plus having to talk to miniature horses, has left you in a confused mental state.
1: I'm struggling. I also had a whole angry breakdown with, yes. uh, the father, so I'm still mad. You, you grumpy. <laughs> I'm very grumpy. Just so mad. Um,
0: so what you actually find... Somebody get this man You find Snickers. an ornate... you're not you when you're grumpy (laughs) um you find an amulet that's a gold chain with a single gilded rose at the end of it
1: okay does it seem magical
0: it is magical all of all of the items that you're going to get here are in this car are going to have magic in some degree so can
1: I tell what it does
0: you can because I'm going to tell you what it does okay (laughs) um You would know for whatever reason, um, probably just because of your woodland background. Eh, No, actually, that's not it. Cut that. Charlie, can we cut that?
1: I've got an Arcana score. Okay, go ahead and roll Arcana. But I can roll it. I'm going to regret this, probably. No, that's a 16, Arcana. Okay.
0: So this is from a very uh, niche form of magic. Uh, So niche, in fact, that it... It, it, it would essentially be, like, a hobbyist school of magic that, like... It doesn't really have a use, but it's kind of funny. And this is the field of sensory magic. Specifically smells. So okay. you have in front of you the Amulet of the Pleasing Bouquet. <laughs> and what that means is uh, you can expend an action once an hour to cause it to uh, release a scent that can occupy a 60 by 60 square around you. It can either be a pleasant scent or a not pleasant scent.
1: Just any scent.
0: Yes. Fantastic. Um, and I will, send help you, with my I will send you the link for that so that you have it. This um, will help
1: with my illusions. Indeed. My, my illusions. <laughs> my illusions, father. I <laughs> don't
0: have time for it my illusions, It. I mean,
1: at least when I do major image now of like a fire, I can make it smell like smoke also, and maybe that'll help. I don't know. That you See,
0: it has applications. It's just. It does. It's it not, not what you would have hoped for. And, and
4: then put brimstone.
2: Exactly. Sure. Okay, you now are, you can blame it on the dog.
0: Uh Treble, what did you get? It was eleven? Yeah. Uh, there you go.
4: <laughs> blame it on uh, the
0: dog. No, it was uh, twelve. It was twelve, okay. So you get <laughs> you uh, in addition to finding the gold, you find a silver statue. ...of a jumping pig. Like a very fat pig suspended in midair, kind of. And you have found cool. a figurine of wondrous power. Which I'm going to send you the description of that now. But essentially, you can throw this figurine... Um, ...and it will become a living creature. Specifically... ...whatever creature is depicted on it. So you're essentially throwing a giant pig. Um, It is friendly to you. It understands your languages. uh, It can obey basic commands. And I'm realizing now I can't actually specify. So we're going to say you got the set of goats. Because that's fitting. Wait, I thought you said it was a pig. I did, and I didn't read the item far enough. um, Because it actually specifies... Actually, you know what? I, I won't. Here, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna it again. Go ahead and roll a what's that? Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Go ahead and roll a D ten. D ten. I can. And do then that. we'll just let you pick based off a three. A three. So okay, you get lions. Um.
3: Oh. <laughs> okay.
0: So you can throw your figurine and. It will become You're a, a lion. lion. It can't be used again until seven days have passed. So
2: Okay. I like you went from
0: pigs to goats to lions. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's, that's what <laughs> I, I get for okay not reading that. the description. Because um, I'm, I'm a quality DM with great attention to detail, apparently. <laughs> um, so, you get that. And you have the link for the item description now. Um, Kitty, what did you get?
4: A hundred.
0: A hundred, that's right. The mythical 100. Um, oh my god. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know that this item existed. That is incredible. We, we love that. You find, in addition to the gold, um, hidden in a secret panel behind the bar, You like your hands brush over a little switch and you hear a click and then a whirring noise and a panel just uh, drops away. Revealing that somebody has stashed uh, this beautiful embroidered cloak behind behind the bar. And on the back of the cloak, embroidered, are a pair of wings. Like these angelic wi- sort. I mean, it, you can't really tell what kind of wings, but it is clearly wings. And you, just because of your naturally inquisitive... Inquisitive soul, self, recognize these as the wings of flying, um, which turns the cloak into a pair of bat wings or bird wings for one hour.
1: Um, I think Ren you... just like sees Kitty with this thing with wings and goes, "Ah, oh, hey, we can match." <laughs> <laughs>
0: So, uh, it gives you a flying speed of 60 feet, um, and you can't, when, when that time has elapsed, you have to roll a d12 to determine when you can use it again.
2: Cool. I wish it was like, what we do in the shadows, and could you to go, bat! Bat! <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> the most devious bastard in New York Sittag! City. City. Ah, uh, yes. Now Herman. Herman, Herman, six. Herman. You got a six.
2: Whatever the opposite of wings are, is what I get.
0: <laughs> now, this is going to be really ironic based off of everything, that you, every choice you've made oh, as a so character so far. Um, that is correct. It is in fact a a plus two weapon. Um, specifically, Someone's it is a. <laughs> is Someone's gonna love this. Someone's gonna love this. this. Yeah. Um, but this time, you get a plus two great sword, um, and I'm saying great sword. It doesn't actually look like a great sword. It looks like a giant meat cleaver that's been extended, um, almost more like a glaive. Um, cool. But. You get three charges with it, and I, I'll go ahead and add this item to your inventory because this is a custom one, um, a custom one that you can now give away. <laughs> uh, this is gonna make a great white elephant gift.
2: <laughs> Piece of shit. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and this is what's called the butcher's blade. So whenever you land a hit successfully and roll a um, and flip a coin. Um, you've got a fifty percent chance of applying fear to that person um, so they will be afraid of you plus it will do uh bleeding damage nice. as well so damage over time in addition um, and I'll go I will get that added to your inventory so. thanks okay now that was the fun room Jordan you were also asking about an armory or Okay, so that would be the next the next room over. So let's go ahead and do. Um, let's talk about the second set of investigation rolls. Uh, we'll go in the same order again. Nate, what did you get? Uh, investigation three. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. And he helped. Okay, three. And he helped. Um. Kitty, what did you get? Twenty-two. Okay. Uh, treble.
1: Did we lose Jordan?
4: Jordan. Jordan.
1: Jordan. Oh no. Hopefully not. Still connected. Everybody just keep your recording going and we'll see if he shows up. Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, while we're waiting, um Red, what did you get? A 13. 13. Jordan. Jordan. I saw his
3: mic light go S- on. Sorry. I uh had to grab a cord. My my computer was about to die and I didn't realize it.
1: Okay.
0: Uh, I rolled a 17. Seventeen. Okay, so Nate, you get the short end of the stick this time. Um You also so this will be applicable to all of you, you can now add an additional ten gold to your inventory plus five silver pieces. Okay. Based off of the tiny little lockbox that that's labeled for emergencies in the armory how much, room. Sorry, how
1: much, is we it? are
0: an emergency. It was 10 gold, 5 silver each.
1: I have 657 gold. I'm doing pretty good. We have yeah. a good amount of gold at this point. We're super rich.
0: Indeed. And it's Definitely good that we don't use we encumbrance with. because that would weigh all of well, you that, down That's why we have a bag of holding. Yeah. That's <laughs> why you that, that have a bag of holding. That's why we have credit cards. Yeah. Yeah, credit cards. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, let's see. All right. Now, we're going to say that before... uh, You're going to find a number of very specialized weapons in here. Um, One of the things about these train cars is that they kind of have to cater to every different specialized tiers team that exists. So they have to carry a lot of everything on the off chance that they need to be utilized. So... We're gonna talk about the specialized weapons table, which is going to be fun. So, um, go ahead and roll two D twenty, everybody.
1: Ooh, okay. Add them Can up. Add or
0: you're, yeah, you're gonna I'm you're separate. gonna take the sum and give me whatever that is. Okay. Nine.
1: Mm. That could be
3: worse.
1: I got a twenty two. I got a twelve. Doesn't seem very good for two d20s. Okay.
0: So, okay. Say that again. You got a twenty-two and then a twelve. And mm-hmm. I got a nine. A nine, Kitty. <laughs> what uh, did you get, oh, Kitty? That, uh, what is this? Uh,
4: Th- forty. Thirty-four. Oh, thirty-one. Forty.
0: <laughs> Thirty. <laughs> Thirty-four.
1: Okay. This is the thing, Kitty. Always rolls fantastic at this. It's true. Like, he's
0: like,
1: I got 45 somehow? Somehow?
0: Damn. Okay, so let's start with the 22 then. Yes. Oh, you'll get a kick out of this. Treble, you find a ornate wooden case about the size of a CD holder, and in opening it, you realize that it is full of shruken, or throwing stars. Oh hell yes um, and they like, appear to Treble's have Treble's
3: already like no, spinning them no. around his fingers just no, bad.
0: perfect bad. <laughs> um, and these essentially function as if you were to throw a knife um, except that they do more damage because they're they're sharper and if you look at the surface of them you realize that they have like this Damascus finishing so somebody's taken time to acid wash these and have, they have like that cool, almost iridescent, wavy pattern to them. Uh, you get a total of ten, and damage for them is one d6 piercing plus two.
2: I love that they're Damascus. Henry's clearly watched Forged in Fire. <laughs> I have watched Forged in Fire. <laughs>
0: that show is a guilty pleasure for me. It's so good. It is really okay. good. Oh, actually, the one that I've discovered most recently, which I think they stopped making, it's called Top Shot. And it's oh, people. God, that's amazing. It's it's so entertaining. Yeah. Um. Anyway, that's my that is rad. My ersatz pitch for watching for people to watch more History Channel programming because that's definitely history. Aliens. Um, okay, so. Aliens. Okay, so that was your twenty-two. Um. Who had the twelve? Was that Dan? That red. You had twelve. Yep. That was me. Okay, so let me do the math here. Oh, that's so funny. Okay, so <laughs> you find it essentially looks like a power glove. It's like this this uh, leather gauntlet that's coated in metal strips, and it has springs on it. So it is it is in fact the spring loaded gauntlet, and okay. What, you, what happens is, you put it on, and then you you trigger it by just pointing at somebody with one of the fingers. Doesn't matter which one. Okay. And you will fire... Uh, you can load it with up to two of these, and it comes with a pouch of ammunition, so you get ten shots, and you can probably find more. But it will fire these almost boomerang-shaped projectiles. Um, okay. And it has a...
1: Yeah. That so, seems pretty useful. I don't think I have any good ranged weapons right now. And, no,
4: and yeah. now you can I have give people the, a
1: hand crossbow and a sling. And
0: I, indeed, or just flip them off. Um, there's, 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 or the pinky. That one would be kind of funny as well. Uh, give him the pinky. Give him the pinky. Um, but that's gonna do one d eight plus four damage. Uh, because the projectiles are bladed and they're firing at a very high velocity. Okay. So, you, that one you may want to write down in some capacity.
1: Oh, you don't have a thing for that one. Okay. No.
0: I, I, I can find one, but just off the top of my head, I just have the table pulled up without the detail. So, um, Okay, and that brings us to... Who rolled the nine? I guess it would be It would be Herman who rolled the nine. Correct. Okay. Now, I'm going to ask a question, and I need you to give me an honest answer. Have you you seen Napoleon Dynamite?
2: Yes. Did I find tater tots?
0: (laughs) Weapon? No, but you did find a bow staff.
2: Nice. Oh.
0: Um, I've
2: got some
3: serious Bow Staff skills.
0: <laughs> Indeed. Now, the Bow Staff, um, it is a finesse weapon, which is kind of interesting for, for you. Um, but that's going to be 1d10 plus 2 uh, bludgeoning Whoa. damage. Oh, shit. And if you hit a crit with it, um, because of the unique properties of the Bow Staff... Uh, you have a chance to hit a second attack just right away. Oh, um, cool. So,
3: But if you roll a one, you have a chance of it breaking in half.
0: Correct. Or or of hitting yourself, is what I was going to say, but breaking in half would work equally well. Um, Herman is
2: absolutely convinced this is just a broken broom, by the way. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so the, so the okay. perfect
4: weapon for Herman, because he doesn't think it's a weapon.
0: Yeah, I'm keeping this forever. Keeping it forever. Why not? Now, Kitty, with your 34. I have to look up what that (laughs) is. I have never heard of that as a weapon before. Is that even? Oh, okay. That is not a weapon that you would use at all, but you do have it now, so that's cool. Yeah you get, and I'm just going to post it in the chat because that's a funky looking thing. You get one of these. Um, it is enchanted. It is essentially like a half moon shaped yeah. axe. Um, the difference with this one. Yeah, we got to describe one,
1: this for the listeners.
0: So if if you can imagine a Viking bearded axe where it, ha- uh, fuck, that's probably not a good description either. It's a long polearm with a blade that looks like a crescent moon. Yeah. Um, it's attached a, attached to the haft a at the lot very of them top. Dynasty Warriors.
4: Um, have you ever played Dynasty Warriors? Okay. Oh, that's
0: a oh, that's a deep cut. I love that. Yeah, there's a ton of them <laughs> in Dynasty Warriors. It's great. Um, it's great reach weapon. But the one that you have is uh, the haft of it is imbued with this dark blue, like woad-like substance. So the haft is basically entirely blue. And whenever you hit somebody with it, uh, there is a chance that wherever, depending on how much damage you do, it will cause ice to form in their wound and then shatter, causing additional damage. So basically extra cold damage. And that is a bardiche, is the name of that particular polearm.
4: So what's, what's cool. the so
0: That's what's the uh, the and the damage the damage is gonna be one d twelve plus two.
4: Cool. And it can do ice.
0: And just for the sake of it, I'm also gonna roll for Kaizo. Um in in this room, just because be, this would be the room
4: he'd be in caring about.
0: The indeed and kaizo (laughs) okay this is actually kind of funny so kaizo reaches into a wooden chest and pulls out your uh your stereotypical bomb like the simple orb like the the black ball with the fuse coming out of it like so he just
1: pulls one of these out. Cool. Classic bomb. Just like a cartoon bomb? Yeah, a that cartoon wrote, bomb. That's what Fantastic. I wrote in my notes. Kaizo
4: cartoon bomb.
1: Cartoon bomb.
0: <laughs> yeah. Great. Which actually is probably the funniest of the options. Well, the the spring-loaded gauntlet is pretty funny. I'm but... into that. Yeah. The spring-loaded gauntlet is very good so now you have some items you have some gold you have some other magical items of questionable usefulness
1: and it's now time for uh perhaps a rest okay everybody go to sleep I'm gonna go talk to Sylvia and, and then, then I'll when go we to wake sleep
4: up, we are in a new place
0: yes um yes so let's do the conversation first and then we can talk about uh then we can talk about the resting
1: yeah uh i go find sylvia where's she at what's she doing
0: sylvia is in the the cafeteria slash dining car Mm-hmm. And it appears that she's trying to convince uh, the person behind the bar that she does not want potatoes. Okay. <laughs> in the in the nicest way possible.
1: Okay. That seems good. Um, Red will just go up to her and uh, be like, D- do you want to... Um, w- did you need something other than potatoes from here?
0: Oh um I just I just need some some water and perhaps okay. perhaps some some
1: protein or
0: yeah okay some, um, something with
1: iron in it maybe red is just gonna like reach over the bar to get her some water and something that's not a potato yeah <laughs> He now feels like he owns this train a little bit. So he's just gonna grab that. Okay. Thank
0: you. It has been quite some time since I saw you last. Are you keeping well?
1: It, yeah. Um. I mean, sort of... Uh, there's just a bit of a situation that uh, we're both in now, but... Oh I'm doing okay. I uh, how's your head?
0: Well, um, i it hurts. Uh, you know the uh, the devices back there aren't kind to you, and
1: my whole body aches actually, but yeah, um, I think I gave her what did I give her before? I think I gave her my, like, lay on hands before when I was trying to wake her up. hmm I can throw a little cure wounds on her since I'm about to go to bed. So I don't really need the spell slot. <laughs> That's fair. Um, yeah, I just reach over and give her a cure wounds for 11 hit points.
0: Okay. Well, it's certainly enough to take away the edge off of the headache. Now she just describes it as being kind of a dull pain in the background.
1: Okay. I'm like yeah, uh, that's that's a thing that I learned to do, um, cause uh, one of one of my friends almost died. Well, he did die, and then and then we brought him back. Um, I, I'm sorry. I think. Um might be the reason you're on the train. I um, sort of served up some trouble.
0: What have you done?
1: Uh. We, we messed with Abby a little bit. Um. For a friend. And then. Uh, you know, I've been doing magic. So they didn't really like that either. Um and then now we're trying to rescue people from a prison? I, hopefully you heard about that.
0: Heard about it. I was going there. You were going I was going there, there oh. when they got me.
1: Okay, so maybe it wasn't, okay. Well, what 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 were you going there to do?
0: I was trying to do reconnaissance. The, uh... The northern... One of the northern resistance branches that I deal with now and again has people in there, and they were contemplating sending some folks to try and stage a breakout, but I never made it there, and I don't know if it's safe for them to do that.
1: Okay, yeah, well, uh... We're gonna go in there, um, and I'd like to just sort of break out the whole just everybody situation, but we can definitely, I'll, I'll I'll help you with, uh, getting the folks you are looking for if you want.
0: That would be greatly appreciated. Thank you.
1: Yeah, I, um, didn't uh didn't really know how dangerous everything was going to get but uh we're here now so yeah yeah the healing stuff that that should help
0: yeah i think i think i just need to go and sleep for a while
1: yeah okay yeah that's that's a good idea i'm, but gonna, I'm gonna... we will talk later okay when i'm more myself. Uh, Red is just very awkwardly like, oh, okay, yeah, that's. I'm gonna do that too. Duh. Good night. Oh,
0: okay. <laughs> bye bu- bye now. <laughs> now then, are you all going to sleep? Yes. That seems
1: so ominous yes.
0: of a question. I mean n-
2: no. No, I I'm going to stay up all night. <laughs> I, I'm going to sleep. Herman's gonna do a quick workout to help him process his emotions.
1: Great. And that quick workout I mean an hour and a half. Okay. I go to sleep and this character doesn't have the alert feet, which is upsetting to me. My other paladin has alert. <laughs> and that feels better. I'm sure it does. Um, okay.
0: Um, I'm assuming you guys are going to take the, the full period or close to it. So, yeah. eight hours. Okay. Um, I'm going to need each of you to roll a d20.
1: Roll initiative. You're fighting something in your sleep. You're you're fighting a sleep paralysis demon.
0: <laughs> no. Do we add
3: anything to it or just all natural? Um,
0: all natural for this one. Three. That's uh, a fourteen three. for treble. Hold on, I gotta write this down. So three. Uh, three for kitty. Um, what was that Eleven for trouble? Eleven for red. Eleven for red. Fourteen for treble. Fourteen for treble. Fifteen for Herman. Fifteen for Herman. Oh, this is going to be
1: fun. Okay. Yikes. I'm scared.
0: And that is A. Fifteen for Kaizo. Oh, dear. Why are you doing this? And a seven for Sylvia. Oh, God. And a thirteen for Harold. Twenty-five for the dragon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Very prescient of you. It was exactly what the, <laughs> yep. the, the twist that I was going to make. So, the night passes without incident. Does it? Or does it? <laughs> <laughs> when you awake, um, Kitty read, and as you will come to find out, Sylvia, you have the, um, the unfortunate notion that someone, or perhaps something, has, uh, you feel the presence in your mind that something has tried to link to you. Mm. I don't like that. Some sort of of psychic presence is pres- present. Nah, that's that sounds bad. Um, <laughs> some Can sort I? of entity has successfully linked its consciousness with yours,
1: and I know this.
0: You are conscious of 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 the fact that something has linked with you.
1: Does this feel similar to my link with my patron? No. I'm going to call up my patron. Okay.
0: Uh, and what I, what what describe the manner in which you call up your patron?
1: I d- take out my little feather thing that I have that is my like arcane focus or whatever. And I just do a little a little prayer to Sir Gerald. i mean i i have contacted him a few times before sometimes he shows up sometimes he doesn't but i would like to attempt
0: okay um so you do make contact with him but it's sort of like in the olden days of yore when you were trying to get like perfect reception for your radio it's pretty scratchy um, okay. you may be out of your service area for your patron. You may have to sure, rely on an outside. Call me back
3: after nine o'clock.
0: <laughs> you have to rely on an outside network and roaming warlock data. <laughs> yeah, you guys remember roaming data? Yeah. Anyway, um, should have paid extra for the premium plan. Should have pr- should have paid extra. Should have paid less for those ringtones too. Okay, that is how they get you. So you have you have made contact, and you you hear him fairly clearly, but there's no like there's no visual cues this time. You don't see the image of a of a rumpled, frumpy businessman.
1: Okay, I make contact, and I'm just like, hey, hey, um, think I think something else might be trying to connect with me is that can you see that can you do anything about that
0: well kid no, no and and no i i don't i don't see anything um i mean you've got like an amazon echo hooked up but i don't think that's it um mm-hmm, no probably. you've got like there's actually there is something coming from the south there is I, I can't see what, what it is. There's some large bloom, bloom of energy around the prison.
1: That's connecting with me.
0: You and two others around you. It looks like.
1: Ah uh, fuck. Okay, yeah. Thank you. That's. Uh, we'll figure that out. You're also
2: connected to some airpods you lost
1: on the couch a year. Yeah, <laughs> that's also... <laughs> i got my Bluetooth You'll on. never find
4: them, but they will be connected.
1: Indeed. Um, be, can I...
0: Be careful. The, the vibe check, the energy is is all it's out of whack. There is, a, there is an enormous amount of psychic energy heading your way. Ah,
1: fuck. Okay, there's a few things I can do as a paladin. Can I cast Divine Sense? Um, I can sense the location of a celestial fiend or undead within 60 feet of me. Does that help with anything?
0: It does not. Okay. Um, it is also worth noting... After you have this conversation, you are going to need to make a charisma saving throw.
1: Fuck. Okay. Well, as, a good, as good will, thing I have a plus seven to that.
0: As will Sylvia and Kitty.
1: Ah, fuck. Okay, that's a dirty 20. It's so a 13 okay. plus seven.
0: Nice. So, through, through your sense of just overall being a good boy, you... <laughs> You feel like you have shut your your mind off successfully to this attempted link, okay, and you do not feel the presence anymore.
1: All right, ten. I got some info about it, and I shut it down. Unfortunately,
0: uh, the link is still very much present for Kitty and for Sylvia. And you know, and Sylvia, when she awakes, has described this to you.
1: Okay. Can I... Am I... Does Kitty also describe it to me?
0: Um, I don't know. Does Kitty describe it to you? She
4: probably would just be like, something's up. I don't know if she would really know.
1: Yeah. Okay. Can I try casting uh, Protection from Evil and Good on... Sylvia. Now,
0: can you describe what that does?
1: One willing creature you touch is protected against certain types of creatures, aberrations, celestials, elementals, fey, fiends, and undead. Uh, Creatures of that type have disadvantage on attack rolls. The target also can't be charmed, frightened, or possessed by them. If they are already charmed, frightened, or possessed by such a creature, they have advantage on a new saving throw against the effect.
0: Hmm.
1: That's convenient.
0: <laughs> that is very convenient. And I, I know. have to look up something real
1: quick. I know my fucking spells. <laughs> I know my paladin spells, anyway.
0: Can you say the conditions that that. Uh,
1: immunes again uh frightened charmed or possessed if they're already one of those they get to make a new save with advantage
0: then I don't think this does anything
1: okay can I tell whether or not it did anything or do I just cast it
0: I think you just cast
1: it okay and she's like I still feel weird (laughs) yes great That was all I can do.
4: I can't do magic.
1: Um. Yeah, I don't. Now I don't then. think I would try casting it on Kitty if it didn't work on Sylvia.
0: What's this? Oh, actually. So you you cast it on Sylvia. Sorry, can you say the conditions one more time? It was charmed, possessed, frightened, or possessed. Frightened. Okay. Yeah, I don't think that this works. Okay.
4: I got excited because we have a restorative ointment, but it's just to get hit points back.
1: Yeah, I don't have the restoration spells yet. I'm not high enough level. Yeah, none of the potions we have do shit. I have... Apparently I have one greater restoration from my necklace of prayer beads but that's like a thing I have to roll for to see if it works cool. I don't know if I should do that or not I'm gonna ask Kitty <laughs>
4: <laughs> uh, is there anything I could roll to tell Red that that would be a good idea I
0: don't know. Um at this point no. C- there is that? not.
1: He's just like how, how do you feel? Do you do you feel like you can uh, Apparently it's coming from the prison. There's like a lot of energy there. It we don't know for sure it's bad, but it, it seems it, probably it, bad. It it, it um it's
4: probably why we need uh, those the stinking badges.
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah, it does it seem like it's doing anything? to you right now should i could try to use these beads on it but i don't i don't know if that's a good idea i mean maybe we could get info out of it Uh, 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 uh,
4: yeah i uh, i i I get my information from observing things. Things observing me and in my own brain uh, is a whole different story. Uh, Okay. uh, Maybe we find the badges, see if that does something, and then go from there.
1: Alright. Yeah, that seems good.
4: Because I don't
1: Apparently this Greater Restoration is at will. Like, it does not use a spell slot, but I would have to roll to see if I can actually do it or not. Hmm. So I think if Kitty is like, we can wait and see if these things help, uh, I will let it go for now.
0: Okay. Um... Okay, so you have you have woken up. You're now uh, quite close to the prison, relatively speaking. Um, so, if we like look out the windows, can we see the prison? Yeah, you just see Detroit. No, um, you. Oh no, Detroit! No, <laughs> no, not Detroit! It's um, the worst place on earth. <laughs> you see the town of Moscow, Idaho. Uh, you see um yeah so at this point uh the landscape has changed where before it was mostly desert with some like igneous rocks it is now like you're basically traveling through a lava field that somebody has chiseled a railroad through like a hardened lava field so you're surrounded by this jet black kind of glossy obsidian um and every now and again you see like a bright orange-red uh, crack in the earth where magma is kind of bubbling. Um, now, it's worth noting, you obviously didn't take uh, the Quarter Horse folks are com- coming in their- at their own speed. Um, I guess they're further in the back of the train. But you do have with you Cyrus, who elected to remain with you for this. And you hear him remark to one of the other Clovenhoof folks that this terrain is terrible for them because they can't really run on it without tearing up their feet, which isn't which isn't fun.
3: That's that's not good.
0: Um, now, off in the distance, if you were to stick your kind of stick your head out the window, you do see the uh, the large slope that was described to you on the map, kind of leading up to the plateau that the prison is on. So you know you're quite close at this point. Um, and at this point, Kitty, while you're doing whatever it is you're doing, um, you just hear a little voice in your head going, oh, but I don't really want to go up to that prison, do I? What if I just want to go back home to fantasy <laughs> Kansas? What if my family's in danger?
4: Kitty and her brain go What she's if she's just like cool? My my anxiety now has anxiety. Great. Great.
0: <laughs> Indeed. She already
4: has these thoughts um, through her head all the time <laughs> and now now they're just being spoken back to her in a different voice which then makes her feel a little crazier and she already feels crazy around these people great great great
0: um, now that's what's happening to you um, for Sylvia it's it's a bit worse um Sylvia is standing next to you Red and yeah. you can watch in real time as obviously you don't know that it's a voice but you can But just based off of context clues you can see that Sylvia is receiving quite a bit of information from whatever this voice is and it's just kind of destroying her mentally a bit
1: Hey, you okay?
0: I just I just have so many doubts. I d- uh, I don't know why I came here.
1: Okay. I do never you,
0: should have come here.
1: Should I Do you want me to uh l- Let me try a thing. <laughs> I think if he can like physically see that something is messing with her, he's going to try restoration on her. <laughs> Okay. Uh, So you'll have to remind me again how my necklace of prayer beads works. It's, um... I think I have um, to roll a d20 to figure out which one...
0: It was a D twenty or a D ten because I don't think you had. Tw- I don't think you. It's had a D twenty, but it's on. like
1: one through six is something, seven through twelve is something, thirteen through sixteen is something.
0: Oh, you're right. Yeah. yeah. So for yours, you're shooting for the.
1: Uh... I'm shooting for the greater restoration, which th- is the thirteen through sixteen, or I imagine. Yeah. Like I, I could. Anything that's a 13 or above, I could rank it down, but not up.
0: Yeah, we'll say 13 and above will give you a greater okay, restoration. Let's hope
1: that I can get that. Oh, it's a 14. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay, Hell so yeah. greater restoration. Um,. You end one of the following effects on the target. One effect that charmed or petrified the target, one curse, including the target's attunement to a cursed magic item, any reduction to the target's ability scores, or one effect reducing the target's hit points maximum.
0: Um, It does not appear to have
1: done anything. Shit. (laughs) Oh. Um, oh, okay, Uh, okay, this is, um, oh boy, uh, why don't you just sit down, let me get you some tea.
0: (laughs) It's worth noting also, for you, Kitty, since you would be the the one to actually notice this, you notice that the voice gets louder the closer you get to the prison.
4: Great, cool. Kitty's ears are like you know when kitties like real cats are upset and their ears like push up against their head. Yeah.
3: Lay flat yeah. against These their full, head. Like, yes.
4: Mm, upset kitty face.
1: Red just is keeping an eye on both of them and bringing her, them her
4: tea. T- her, her tails really <laughs> flick like really flicky, you know, like just just back and forth and just. Upset.
3: Yeah. All the while, Treble has noticed none of this, and his head is and torso are leaning out the window of the train, and he's said, "I'm the king of the world." <laughs>
0: <laughs> Herman, are you doing anything while this is happening? Uh. Yeah,
2: I don't know. I'm just, I'm just hanging out. Herman's just doing Herman stuff.
0: Okay. Um, well, we've just about reached the end of the session for mm-hmm.
1: today. Um, do you want to describe uh, something cool out the window to end with? Or
0: I will describe, I will do so, and I'll, I'll even give you a poignant okay, ending line because why not? Um, you see that in front of you, um, the train is now passing through what looks to be an actual constructed train yard uh you see a couple of engines off to the side in different states of assembly so uh lava obviously isn't kind of machinery or it can be so you've got that going um and you are now beginning your ascent up this kind of a gentle grade of hill um you have a cliff face on the left side so you can't really see over it but it's quite steep um, and it's clear that a lot of difficult engineering went into making this even be an option for ascending um, the other thing that you notice is that off to kind of cut in into these channels in the rock there are a couple of what look like miners elevators or platforms so A system of counterweights wherein people can manually ascend or descend from the clifftops without needing a train um, to access the maintenance facilities at the bottom Um, but off to your right uh, you didn't really notice it before because it's it's very much hidden from view unless you unless you don't have elevation but it looks like there is a gigantic factory um, built kind of straddling one of these channels of lava and magma that run through the the landscape um, and you can pick out actually there are people actively working um, utilizing like moving the magma with with mechanical tools and it looks like a basically the uh, the floor of a giant forge where there are people actively making, more machines more trains um you can't really make out all the details but if you can imagine like the scene of isengard making a ton of weapons it's that but at like 10 times the scale um just basically as far as you can see from your vantage point there is a factory there and some thing or things is churning out implements and as you're looking at this, Kitty, you hear, this is my world, and you live in it now. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of dial for Magic. Our cast, as always, was Jordan Fugit as Treble, Dan Robland as Red, Nathan Pierce as Herman Cranberry, Bobby K. Kuffner as Kitty, and the DM was me, Henry Roagland. As always, we're grateful for our listeners, and we thank you for joining us on the journey so far, and for the many, many journeys still to come. If you'd like to listen to upcoming episodes early, as well as get some fun bonus content, be sure to find us on Patreon.